Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly. This is episode 117 in year three. And man, do we have some news to talk about. But unfortunately, we have to start the podcast off with some sad news because uh, it was revealed this week that George Perez, the legend in comic books, has been diagnosed with uh, stage three inoperable pancreatic cancer. And he has opted to forego treatment and just kind of live out the rest of his days with his wife. Um, sad news. Uh, Clay, I don't know if... Uh, what was his big contributions are like legendary things, right? Like Infinite yeah. Crisis. Infinite Art. Crisis. Uh, crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Like the big one that started everything having to do with the crisis events. Yeah. Uh, right. his, he was... Gauntlet, he, right? uh, Infinity Gauntlet over at Marvel. He was really big with the... Uh, Avengers versus JLA, mm-hmm. um, that very famous Superman uh, splash page with uh, Mjolnir and Captain America's shield was all George Perez. Yeah, um, his Wonder Woman run was a really big uh, part of his career as well. He has done a lot of stuff. He worked uh, a bunch with uh, with Marv Wolfman over at uh, Teen Titans mm-hmm. and all of that. So he he put a staple on. Um, art whenever it came to 70s and 80s um, comic books. Yeah, easily a legend. He has the famous page, if I'm not mistaken, of Superman holding Supergirl, right? Yes, yes. That's the very famous one. He, of course, did uh, the the one that's in that same uh, series is the one with uh, the Flash dying. Yeah. um, With uh, with wally west flash holding barry's like ripped up suit yeah um there is also the all the variant covers for infinite crisis written by jeff johns were all uh george perez as well so it's it sucks dude um in um... in the words of uh you know Stephen amell's old uh campaign fuck cancer dude that yeah, dude, sucks. this is, um, you know, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you guys know that I did a, I had my own podcast where I love talking about hard, hard things to talk about and stuff like that. And me, Clay, me and Clay had, Clay was on it. And uh, we talked about how we both uh, not really big fans of death. Uh, you know, we don't think it's the best thing. And uh, it is a big fear of ours. And like, in your situation, Clay, would you say you had the same career? as mr perez here are you foregoing treatment just to spend the last year with your wife because you're married i'm not so i am married um that is that is a that is a load 40 question. years of marriage 40 years of marriage he was a comic book rock star um and his health was declining that was the main reason why he stopped working yeah he retired uh, in 2019 yeah um, and he retired from everything in 2019. Yeah. It's not like other people usually retire and then go to cons. He retired from everything. He yeah. was like, hey, I'm just going to stay home. Um, there is a bit of an update from George Perez himself. Oh, really? Um, so the very next day, because Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of social media exploded with appreciation with yeah. uh, of his art and, and, yeah. and, and basically everybody just pouring out love for him. So he says here, wow, simply wow. Words cannot adequately express how overwhelmed I am by the enormous number of comments expressing so much support 
and affection for me. I have yet to read all of the thousands of lovely posts and photos from fans, friends, and colleagues, some familiar friends, some friends of the spirit, and all family. My one working eye is a little blurry right now from the strain of tears, so I hope I can get back in a day or two and provide a coherent response along with any updates I may have regarding my life's journey. Uh, until then, I will say uh, once again, thank you. Thank you all. I am blessed beyond my worth and humbled by your favor. Yeah. But to answer your question, I don't know, man. Like, for for me, I think living that life of because mm. I think I think it was late seventies going into eighties. So let's see here: eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand tens. Essentially, 40, as long as he was married to his wife, he was doing comics. It seems yeah. like forty years, uh, and he hit it off like almost immediately. Yeah, especially with, of course. Uh, crisis on infinite earth like really um making him explode um i think i would be content you know yeah like yeah because i remember hearing kevin smith saying had he died when he had his heart attack he said he would have been fine yeah and he's like i did enough and i'm just like me right now i'm like i haven't done shit so i just i don't I mean, I'm not his age, you know? I'm not Perez's yeah. age. I haven't had Perez's life. I don't know if he was someone that traveled the world and got to experience a bunch of crazy things. When you get that age, maybe you do feel content, you know what I mean? Maybe you are like, you know what? If I survive another six to eight months, like another year, especially after two years of COVID, I can only imagine. Yeah. You're probably just like, fuck. But I don't know if the fear would ever allow me to tap out. <laughs> like I, I in my brain as of right now feel I will work on something creative until the day I die because I feel I creativity that. pushes me to keep yeah. going. And like I've, I, after this last year, I've felt like, okay, I need to learn when to rest like I need to not push my body to the extremes because I am getting older and stuff and I'm still pretty fucking young. But like, even though mentally, like I'm more concerned about that nowadays. So I'm like, you know what, if I need to take a day off, I'll take a day off and then we'll hit it hard tomorrow. And um, yeah, I mean, as of right now, I'm probably what half of Perez's age. Is he in his sixties? Uh, I think he is in his seventies. Let me actually double oh, check. Shit. Well, yeah, even if he is in his 70s. So essentially, I'm still half his age, it seems like. Um, he, oh, well, no, he is 67 years old. Okay, so then, yeah, almost, yeah, literally half. Um, because I'm 33, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you were to ask me again in 33 years, I may, I may have a different answer. But, like, my brain is like, we're going for that 100. We're going for the double digits. We're trying to hit that shit. Um, cause I want to be that, that person that somebody reads a random article about and they're just like, who the fuck is this hundred year old person that just died? <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time I see some like little old Asian lady, that's like 117. I'm like, what? I'm like, how? Like, what the Dude, fuck? I'm sorry. At that point though, like, what do you even do? You just sit there. Dude. No. Well, here's the thing. I just, did you ever see that TikTok of that? Like 60 plus year old black man that looked like he was like 20 something. 
and he was like rock hard abs doing like no. crazy dude insane i was like you can look like that at 60 something i was like holy shit <laughs> um like my goal is dude is if i can get the money to the point where i can have a personal trainer and stuff and start eating a lot healthier that's my goal in life i have no problem eating healthy food it's just i don't have the convenience right now to do that which is sad True. which is sad like yeah. i i feel like i could be somebody that like if I only ate, let's just, let's just to even it out, like 10 out of like seven out of 10 meals could easily be vegan for me. And I feel yeah. like I'd be fine because I've eaten vegan food. It's pretty good. I literally went to some place called The Cove today. Hey, bean and cheese nachos, but still nice. they were delicious. Um, but they had a lot of like healthy alternative foods if I wanted to buy something. So yeah, man, I, I think that kind of stuff I'm, I'm very adamant about. Um, but yeah, I, I think it just all depends, man. Like. You know, if you're stretching every morning, you're trying to take care of yourself. I think you can live a really long life. There's no telling what what the hell's going to happen with technology in the future. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're going to just put our brains in a robot body and be like, beep, boop, 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 beep. We already saw that crazy ass one that I made a video about. That shit was nuts. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I don't know. Um, it's that would be a hard decision. But if you are going to live out the rest of your like year, just spending the max amount of time with your wife, I can understand that because she has to keep going on after you, you know what I mean? And like probably going to be alone. I don't know what, I don't know her age. I don't know if there's like a huge age difference between them. Cause I saw a photo of a woman that said it was like, uh, you know, every day you get to wake up loving George Perez is a great day or something like that. She Mm -hmm. looked younger. So I don't know if there's an age difference between them or maybe she just looked really good for her age, but she's got to continue, man. And that's how I feel like every time like I see my grandmother and realize that it's been like over 10 years since my grandfather passed and she's fuck. still going, you know? Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, man, like it's it's rough because there are some people that don't continue. Like they literally yeah. die of a broken heart. Yeah. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, that's crazy. So, you know, we wish George Perez all the best health i would hope that there's some kind of miracle but he's not doing treatment so i don't it would literally be a miracle at that yeah. point you know um hopefully maybe he got the covid vaccine and it's just gonna fucking <laughs> go there and fucking that shit out and then covid vaccines all like fuck this you ain't taking perez and then you know we get some shit like that but i don't know man i Batman news weekly that. confirm covid yeah, to, be, covid vaccine so, cure to cancer yeah so, um I, I wish him the best and I hope that I hope that he has longer than he expects because they're saying six months to a year. I hope he yeah. goes two to three, like even if anything. I hope he goes many, many more than that. But, you know, there have been people that like you change your diet, you change all this kind of stuff. It helps, you know. Yeah. So we wish you the best, Mr. Perez. You are a legend and we hope you have still have many more years to go. Um Moving on from that, we have some, let's talk about the Tom Taylor news, since we are going to be talking about him later when it comes to comic books. Uh, You said that he did something that you were not expecting. Yeah, uh, he announced today, actually, and let me actually uh, grab the actual quote here. Uh, Did he just tweet it out or what? Or was it an article? No, he did actually tweet it out himself. he has signed on to an exclusive contract to DC. He says here, I'm excited to announce that I have signed an exclusive contract with DC comics. I cannot wait to share everything 
we have planned for the future, you'll see up, up, and away. Hmm. Do you think he takes over for the main Superman run? Uh, he is taking over this. The main Superman run is the one that he's currently writing. Well, but like that's wait. So the main Superman run is what's his face? Is John? And it's not Cal. No. That's the cool. only the only Superman comic that you can read Clark in right now is Action Comics mm-hmm. or Justice League with Bendis. I think that they give him. Bendis Justice is League. still on Action Comics. No, 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 no. That's uh, sorry. Did I say Bendis? Yeah, you said so Bendis. Act- sorry. Action Comics is uh, is Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Philip Kennedy Johnson, and Bendis is on Justice League. Um, now, if you're smart, Justice League right now is not doing great at all, mm-hmm. and that has the that has the Trinity in it. Um, I do believe, yeah. or maybe it doesn't have Wonder uh, Woman. No, no it I doesn't because it has Hippolyta. Has... It has Hippolyta and it has Black Adam. Well, I thought he's it trying... also doesn't have his girl. Yeah, Naomi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right now, I think I wouldn't say give him I don't say give him Batman. Give mm-hmm. him a title that needs the help, that needs the numbers. Yeah. Because I was just doing some research. We have said some negative things towards Tynan's run of Batman. Yeah. We didn't like it. Yeah. That thing was selling up to 120,000 copies every really? single month. Well, recently, it, it, though? It, it was going up and down, yeah. but it reached a peak at 120,000. Uh-huh. Wait, and Joker War or what? Probably. Yeah. Um, but th- there was also a lot of variance with this most recent uh, the Fear State stuff. So, yeah. I mean, because it is what it is. Because he was doing like 70-something when the numbers for the first time came out. Yeah, yeah. and that was a couple months back, a few months back. But, like, you need to understand, and you know this as well, but I'm Uh just telling our listeners, Batman sells because Batman. Yeah. It it doesn't sell because of writers. It sells because it's Batman. Yeah. Tom Taylor's books sells because of Tom Taylor. Mm -hmm. Like, it has very much been established that that is the reason why people love him so much yeah um and i think this is why dc kind of went back on their word and signed him exclusively yeah because they need him they need him to push a you know because right now he has been killing it on the dc comics elseworld stories he you know that is that's his bread and butter not necessarily working with continuity and just telling a story that he wants to tell go all balls to the wall and you know yeah he he sells books marvel he is kind of doing that right now Mm -hmm. but marvel isn't really big into that elseworld type story it's the what if stories right yeah they don't do a whole lot of graphic novels dc is really big into graphic novels yeah they are willing to tell an elseworld story collect it and then sell that marvel doesn't really do that they they just sell their continuity stuff yeah uh so I would say give him you give Taylor Justice League or give him something like a Blue Beetle or something that you want to push. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like. Because right now, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to think of something that that has not really been doing great, but could have potential with it. 
And unfortunately, right now we're not reading a whole lot of anything um, no, other than Batman not, stuff yeah, for the for the podcast. Batman, I don't read it. Oh, if it's not Batman, Tom King, yeah, exactly. Uh, so honestly, you you honestly can give Tom Taylor anything that they want to push. Give it like, Wonder Woman. We mentioned this many times. Yeah, there that is, is true. not a Wonder Woman story that you think about. Like, and it sucks because I haven't read Perez's stuff, so maybe I should if it's so acclaimed. Yeah. Um, but there is not a Wonder Woman story. Like when you say, what's the best Superman story? Death of Superman. Everybody goes out there and says that. What's the best Batman story? Hush or Long Halloween or something like that. Yeah. Every time I'm like, what's the best Wonder Woman story? Everybody's like, um, uh, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? And that's sad. Yeah. She yeah. should have an iconic story that everybody's like, oh, fuck. You know, uh, I feel like people it, honestly more than anything. I will tell you this. If you go to Marvel and you read Tom Taylor's X-23, mm-hmm. he put Laura on the map for Marvel. Yeah. He gave her the Wolverine title. Yeah. And she has been killing it like in every title since, you know, he brought her more into the limelight. Yeah. I say give it to him. Give him Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman has not been selling well, I think, since New 52, which is Yeah, and insane. I was actually buying those. Uh, I was buying the trades. But, yeah. Um, yeah, because I thought it was interesting. I, I was trying to collect everything back then. But, um, yeah, I have a lot of the Wonder Woman stuff. I thought those stories were okay. Um, nothing, like, mind-blowing, but it was still cool to watch. Like, I, I like his Green Arrow, mm-hmm. but... I like his green arrow because I get him in like small spurts within his miniseries. Yeah. And I know that I would collect the shit out of his like main run if he ever did green arrow. Yeah. But I, I do think that like you give him something that needs a good push. Wonder Woman definitely needs do it. You, Justice League needs it. Do you think he stays doing like non-continuity stuff or do you think he is like the new Scott and he's going to build the world? No, I think I think they want him for his Elseworld stuff. Okay. I th- I think that I think that's part of his contract. It's like, "Hey, we you've you've helped us a lot with Nightwing, you've helped us a lot with Superman, you've you know, because both of his titles, Nightwing and Superman, mm-hmm. all of them have gone to fourth or fifth printings on every issue, yeah. which is absolutely insane. Yeah. So like, hey, you're doing this for these characters, but we know that you love to do these other stories. So I'd like to see him, since they're working on the movie, do Blue Beetle. I, I want to see him do Blue Beetle. Yeah, I, I think that'd be kind of cool. Because I have said that you know, I love Tom Taylor, but he does no, I don't want to say secondary characters. I'm not reading Superman, so you'd have to vouch for that. But most of the part, like secondary characters and obviously Elseworld stuff is what he kills. Um, I don't think he writes Batman the best. We've had this discussion literally last week. Yeah. Um so but I think he would kill it with the way he writes and the I feel like he he doesn't gear tough stuff towards young people. But he does involve like stories that young people need to read, I feel like. Um, so I would love to see what he does with Blue Beetle. And didn't he write Spider-Man for a while? He did. He yeah. he wrote uh, Friendly good. Neighborhood Spider-Man. It was very good. Um, again, it has the Spider-Man tropes. There is mm-hmm. a uh, very 
very emotional uh, issue number six of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, where he um, basically gets a child who is like uh, terminally ill mm-hmm. and Spider-Man basically makes him like a Spider-Man deputy oh, and really? they like uh, they they fight like every single villain. Hmm. And it's a really it's a really cool story. It's a really, really cool story. Um, but that issue six is like a one shot. Yeah. But uh, but, you know, I I enjoy Tom Taylor. I know his tropes. I know his style of writing. And so whenever there is a book coming out with him, I know what to expect. So I'm OK with him getting a big enough contract to kind of do whatever the fuck he wants, because I know he can do it well yeah. and he can sell books doing that. Yeah, unlike Scott Snyder, Taylor hasn't wrote something that I'm just disgusted to read. So True, yeah. You know, I wasn't a big fan of The Detective, but I still read it, and I was like, eh, it's not bad, you know? I mean, it's yeah. okay. But I haven't, like, actively hated his stuff the way I did Snyder and Tynan, which I think and are still great writers, but just not what they were putting out. I don't expect him to, like, come up with the next DC event. Yeah. I do expect him to be a part of it, mm-hmm. but I don't expect them because I think right now DC is kind of in a, a little bit of a funk with like what they are definitively trying to do. Yeah. Because I still feel like they're kind of throwing everything at the wall right now. Mm-hmm. And like there has been some rumblings and rumors that there may be another crisis. quote unquote crisis event um, within the next six months to a year to kind of streamline where we are, you know, set in stone as far as continuity. Um, but who knows, you know? Yeah. Interesting. It's funny that you mentioned Spider-Man. Did you see that article uh, that Marissa Tomei said that nobody gives a shit that she's in the Spider-Man movies? Uh, that's Anime. Aunt May, right? Yeah. So I just watched a video uh-huh. of her and the interviewer is like, uh, oh, so how did you get the role? And she's like, I listened to my agents for once. <laughs> like with that kind of tone yeah and she's like oh no 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 like you bring so much like you bring so much like to this character and you just yeah. made it new and she's like yeah <laughs> yeah like like they don't give her she, shit yeah. she was she just did not care yeah well and they didn't <laughs> do anything with her because they didn't do uncle ben like no either. yeah you know what i mean no. like you could have gave her a scene crying about uncle ben and it's another reason why i don't like these spider-man movies because Tony, uh, fucking Tony Stark was Daddy Spider Man in both of the first two movies, and like he overshadowed Spider Man in my opinion. Yeah, uh, no, the only the only thing that she really got to do was at the very end of the first movie, she found out that he was Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, Marissa Tomei, you're the only reason why I watch those. So there's that because I don't give a shit about the Spider Man movies. Um, so hot Aunt May for the win. Uh, moving on though, speaking of not movies, but series, we, we, this has been in the ether for a while, but according to Variety, this is an exclusive, Penguin is getting a series on HBO Max. With Colin Farrell returning to the role. Yes. So, it looks like we're just gonna, and we've talked about this before, it looks like we're just gonna get a Batman universe. I think so. And with this Batman universe, I think like the more and more I think about it, the more and more I feel like they are not putting Pattinson in the 
DCEU. Yeah, I think he I is think so. just like on his own. I think it's possible we get the like Barry running through the speed force and looks over and sees a clip of Pattinson doing something and yeah. then looks away and that's it. Um, and of course that's going to make people lose their shit, but yeah. I and don't, yeah, he won't be. And it. unfortunately today people were starting shit and they're trying to start a rumor that, uh, Ben Affleck was offered an HBO max series for the mm-hmm. Batman. Um, and it's just people trying to get the hopes up of everybody else just to like yeah. shit him down and stuff. Like it's, there, there's not, there's, there's literally been nothing to suggest that yeah. whatsoever. I feel like everybody that says that kind of shit just works for, we got this covered. Like everybody <laughs> that does that, um, which is funny, but I did see, uh, I, 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 we could have talked about this last week or unless it came out, I saw the article a day after or whatever, but apparently uh, Joe Manganiello has given up um the the just the idea or thought of ever playing deathstroke in anything oh really i did not see that yeah he's uh he doesn't think it's ever gonna happen so i mean at this point i've already said um because uh side tangent not related to the batman but since we're kind of just talking about dceu yeah uh patty jenkins has given up a uh director spot for the uh i forget what is the egyptian uh, movie? cleopatra cleopatra yeah sorry um not egyptian i don't think uh but she gave up the directing spot so mm-hmm. she has now given up two directing positions the star wars one and now this one so people are actually questioning whether she's gonna uh direct wonder woman 3 or not yeah so well she didn't give up the star wars one right they just put it on hold no, no, no. It, it's 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 canned. It's like basically basically it's creative differences and she doesn't uh-huh. want to deal with it. So she left the project. Yeah. So I saw the, the article that I saw where she's leaving Cleopatra does say that she's leaving to focus on Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman and the Star Wars one. So that was in the title. Oh, really? So, yeah. So maybe that writer just didn't know about the story. There has stuff. there has been a a lot of uh, news and and rumblings that just like the one thing about Star Wars is that mm-hmm. if you're not willing to play ball, they will get rid of you. Like yeah. because I they think that's Disney on anything though, isn't it? Well, yeah, but they especially with Star Wars, they still want to play in the sandbox of like the Skywalker saga. Yeah. They don't want to go anywhere else. Yeah. So if you're willing, if, if you're not willing to like stay in that sandbox mm-hmm. and if you try to veer away from it in any way, they're like, yeah, we don't need to. Oh, they want to keep doing the Skywalker shit? Yeah. Really? I thought that's what Ryan Johnson was trying to get away from, right? Yeah. And that's why like there has been newer reports that like, oh, his name is also in the realm of yeah. directors that are like canned from. Lucas so are Rome. they just waiting for like 10 years to try to bring back poe and all them again they're kathleen kennedy who is basically mm-hmm. the kevin feige of star wars yeah um the executive producer and everything she recently was in an interview and said that she has very recently had conversation with creatives about bringing back ray and her friends she hasn't done shit in hollywood since nope that's sad um yeah. Because what was she was on like that train movie and that's it. No, no, no. So Daisy Ridley was in this movie with Tom Holland where like wasn't it they, awful? 
Yeah, that's yeah. what I was about to say. Like, a friend of mine gave it like 0.5 stars out of 10. Out <laughs> of 10, not out of yeah. five, out of 10. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's a terrible movie then. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy. Do you think Patty Jenk... I mean, technically, I was going to say, do you think she just has a big head after Wonder Woman? But she has a track record of this, though, right? She does. And I think it's more so like she is not getting with the times and like she's realizing that more studios are pushing to streaming are pushing to like direct markets rather than like hey cinema is everything type of thing you know and i think honestly if patty walks i think gal walks from cleopatra no from uh from wonder woman if there was ever a chance that Patty walked away from Wonder Woman, Gal would also walk. I don't know. Because uh, I'll believe you if she leaves Cleopatra. But because she did. She, huh? She no, did. Patty left, not Gal. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, if yeah. Gal leaves Cleopatra, then I think your statement there has a lot of weight. Because let's not forget, apparently Red Notice, Red Notice was horrible. And they it's say... It's like the number one movie on Netflix, though. Netflix says everything's the number one thing on Netflix. They get to make up their little charts. Well, so. th- there was also a article that was like, oh, by the way, the metrics of how Netflix works and everything else is actually Red Notice's first weekend was the equivalent of like a billion dollar weekend yeah. or something like that. Yeah. See, I can't trust Netflix because they they tout something like Squid Game. Mr. Beast then destroys Squid Game's numbers by like bedrillions, and they, they they won't even work with Mr. Beast. So it's all like, come on, give Mr. Beast some money. Imagine the crazy shit he would do because all yeah. his fans probably already have Netflix, and yeah. they're just all like, yeah, let's just watch whatever Mr. Beast is do. Mr. Beast needs to do a game show, like a genuine mm. badass crazy on game Netflix show. would be yes. so cool. Would be insane. I don't understand why they don't do anything like that. Like. I don't know. I, I don't understand why some people do not do this stuff. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to see what, what happens with Patty Jenkins because the gal thing, it, it, let's just, I forgot what the rule is, but apparently if in Hollywood you have like two or three bombs in a row, you're like blacklisted from yeah. Hollywood. And I mean, it's different with streaming nowadays, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's hard to say like what's a bomb and what's not anymore. Yeah. But if if a, if Red Notice is a bomb for Gal, then I nobody's really saying that 1984 was a win. But well, no, and and the reason why I bring all of that up is mm-hmm. to say that if Wonder Woman three happens and or doesn't happen, mm-hmm. like I genuinely think we just take the DCEU, throw it in the trash, start over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I agree. If you lose Gal, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, she should be your face. If anything, they should have pivoted and been like, "All right, Wonder Woman's our number one now that Ben's gone, and we're stupid and not paying Cavill." Um, but yeah, I, I, I mean, I've said it on this podcast for a long time already. I'm, I'm ready for a reboot. I don't give a yeah. shit, and I want actors that they're you're like, dude, you're signed on for like the top three, like Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. You signed them to minimum five picture deals, minimum. See, and that's interesting you say that because recently Marvel, uh, Marvel and the MCU, mm-hmm. Disney has basically said, hey, we're no longer making those deals. 
Really? Yeah, they're only staying to like, hey, you're doing two movies and two appearances. Yeah. So like a total of technically four movies and or shows. Mm -hmm. So that way they don't get into huge debacles with money like the thing that happened with ScarJo. Yeah. Granted, she deserved that money, though. Yeah. Um, she was like, I, she's the only thing I remember from Iron Man 2. Genuinely. <laughs> like, I remember going to see that in theaters and just being amazed at Scarlett Johansson and be like, wow, I love this girl. <laughs> um, but we'll see what happens. Um, Wonder Woman 3 with the rumors that Jason Momoa is supposed to be in it. And it's going to be like Amazons versus Atlanteans, maybe. That and you even fired. said that there may be like the first appearance of Blue Beetle in there. Possibly. That's what I've read. Uh, this is coming from uh Collider? Uh, no, 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 no. Fuck Collider. Um fuck. It's uh Oh, uh, hashtag. 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 Yes. And they've been hit or miss sometimes, but yeah. more often than not, they're usually hits. Yeah. So uh, they have a better track record than mo- uh, other places. So yeah, that was they did say grain of salt because it's an early script and those can always change. Uh, yeah. Look at the Flash movie. Um, so yeah, it'd be very interesting to see what happens with all that going forward. But I don't know, man. I mean, it'll it'll be interesting to see because I would love to see that. Did you hear? I, I think I might have saw a TikTok, and obviously, I put TikToks with a grain of salt. I don't put too much investment in them. <laughs> but did you see that? Apparently, Jason Momoa is tired of Amber Heard's shit. So I I know that he like because she was she was telling stories of when they first filmed the first Aquaman. Uh-huh. She is like apparently very. Uh, uh, type a yeah and so she's like hey i'm focused on this i'm doing this this is how my schedule is blah blah mm-hmm. blah and like she would read books on yeah. set and like momo would would apparently like grab them and like tear them yeah he's like apparently like a crazy like i i i don't want to say he's a frat boy but he's that kind of bro dude yeah and he's just like yeah woo, and he's like fucking fuck your book like let's go do this <laughs> rock line um but like, yeah, apparently he was pushing to get what's her face from Game of Thrones as well. Hmm. So that's what the TikTok says. I'm not putting any invest any in like interest into it because the, I know well, that- the only things I ever see about Ember Heard on TikTok is people like sharing a freaking article from like we got this covered or the yeah. sun that yeah. says Ember Heard has now been arrested. Yeah, and, yeah. And they're like, finally. And it's like yeah uh you guys know that's like from two years ago and like shit hasn't happened and since then there has been behind the scenes footage of amber on the set of the new aquaman movie what i've seen a lot of is everybody showing like old johnny depp interviews of like when he was going through all the drama and showing like anguish on his face and he's just all like because there was that i forgot what movie he was promoting but somebody was like what happened to your hand and he was like, oh, I did something, something. And it was when he the bottle got thrown out of him and Amber Heard cut his fucking hand off or whatever. Yeah. So, like, I was just like, god damn. Like, it's, it's <laughs> like, internet detectives that go that hard into shit are insane. Like, it's crazy. Like, I used to do that for Gotham and stuff, but, man, people go the extra mile. Anyways, moving on to Batgirl. Another HBO show or movie that I should say is happening. The directors did something really cool for Brendan Fraser's first day on set. 
because it just so happened to be his birthday. So they were filming on what looked like a very grimy apartment building, possibly in Gotham, something like that. I took it as also probably burnt. I It looked just like he couldn't afford shit. Is okay, what it looked okay. like. It looked like a rundown, like, hey, this is twenty dollars a night, and you can live here kind of place. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it fits Gotham because, like, he probably lives in the Narrows or some shit like that. So, uh, it looked Brendan Fraser just he was wearing a. It looked like you know something you would wear to weld and shit like that. Which yeah, it looked like some sort of like uh, apron. Yeah. With yeah. with long like sleeves a shop underneath. Apron and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the director was like, yeah, so during directing, we like to, uh, you know, record stuff. And he was like, huh? And they're like, happy birthday. He's like, ah, oh, fuck. He's like, come on. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know. And, and he's funny. he's very humble and he's very, yeah. like, shy and squeamish kind of thing. Sure. And then eventually he's just like, get back to fucking work. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was nice. It did seem like, yeah, he was pretty humbled by it. But if it's his first day on set and they're like, we love you, man. Like, that's cool. Like, that's just uh, I anything nice with Brendan Fraser. I just want to see it. Like, yeah, you know, I just want him to get all the W's that he can. Yeah, I think I think it was recently in an interview right after he got the role for Martin Scorsese's next film. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was doing an interview and the interviewee was like, Oh yeah. Did you see all of this stuff? And they were basically hyping him up through the fans. Like, Oh yeah. yeah. All your fans love you. Blah, blah. And he got like super emotional about it. Yeah. And we've said it before. He's kind of had a little bit of a dark past with Hollywood, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And like to see him being so successful now. Yeah. After all of that, I think it's really cool and it's really good. And I really do hope the best for him in the future of all of his projects, but I'm really excited to see what he does with uh, the Firefly character. Yeah. Telling you mummy and the rock restart it. Brendan Fraser, mummy, <laughs> the Scorpion King rock, buddy cop comedy. There you go. Oh Girl God. <laughs> <laughs> They're going through fucking Egypt and shit, trying to solve mysteries together. Um, but yeah, so that's all the entertainment news for that. Besides this was surprising when Clay sent this to me, but apparently the greatest, one of the greatest sources of Batman material is getting a spinoff in an audio drama. So Batman the Animated Series is having the original cast come back to do audio drama episodes. This has me very intrigued. Yes. So this will not be like the audio drama that HBO Max attempted to put on to their streaming service because so i don't weird. i don't go to hbo max to listen to things i go to hbo max to watch things yeah dc has an exclusive contract with spotify they need yeah. to be using it this is what they will be using it for yeah i'm super excited about this of course we all know i am going to audio engineering school to do this exact thing so i'm super excited about this uh, Kevin Conroy has already uh, shown uh, pictures of him doing uh, recordings. He's already back to work. He's getting starting nice. at it now. Um, but John Glover, um, shoot, what's her name? Uh, who played Catwoman, Poison Ivy, like all of the original cast is coming back. Are they bringing Tara Strong on for Harley? I didn't see her name. Oh. As far as that, Sorkin is retired. 
Yes, so. she is. I would assume so. I mean, Tara and Kevin have worked together on yeah. so many projects after the fact, uh, after Batman, uh, the animated series. So I wouldn't see why not. Yeah. Um, but even John Glover, the Riddler, was super excited about this news. He's already yeah. talked about it a little bit. Um, I'm super excited about it. Um, of course, RIP to uh, the original voice actor for Alfred. Of course, he won't be yeah. there. Uh, and I believe the original voice actor for James Gordon also is. Mm. Did he pass I away? I don't also? know. Well, we I think somebody passed away this year that was part of the animated series, mm. if I'm not mistaken. But we'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, you want to know what? Uh, you have Spotify, right? Yes. Um, I got that you know Spotify end of year review thing Rap or whatever. Or whatever that yeah. Showed, yeah, that showed all my stuff. My my most listened to podcast was that fucking Batman thing, only for those first two episodes. That is hilarious. Yeah, because apparently I don't listen to podcasts. So, well, that's the thing though. I don't use Spotify for podcasts. I use Spotify for music. Yeah. And I rarely listen to music. I only yeah. listen to podcasts. Oh, really? And so when I did my like end of the year rap for Spotify, mm -hmm. it was like it you're going to laugh, but basically it was like a freaking uh 995 like playlist that was yeah. basically on repeat and i was just yeah, like oh god and shit. it's <laughs> funny i i drove a different car today when i went to go meet my brother for his birthday and um my bluetooth wasn't hooked up to this one so i listened to 99.5 kiss for the first time in so long and it's the same songs bro godsmack <laughs> steether fucking tool like it's the same band i listened to 15 years oh, ago oh my god that's uh, so it's good so hilarious um <laughs> But yeah, my my rap is essentially not listenable because my friend Nickel, who made like instrumental music uh, for DMC Free Eight, like copy stuff, so I can play yeah. on stream. Uh, that's all my music. That was nice. like my number one for everything because I use him every time I stream. Yeah, and so like it was just like on repeat, and I was just like, well, I hope this does something for you, bro, because like you're number one on all my lists. Well, like, I, I honestly, like, because I don't listen to music that much, I've been trying to listen to, like, newer stuff. Yeah. Like, newer artists are not that great. I'm sorry. Dude, I, I do play the I listen. I, I, I listen to, of course, Taylor Swift and yeah. uh, the newer girl, uh, Olivia Rodrigo. See, and I haven't listened to her, but everybody talks about her all the time. She's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I hear her. Um, uh, obviously, I haven't listened to all of Adele's new shit, but like, I'll listen to anything that sounds good. My thing is, lately, I've been listening to like a lot of lo-fi and hi-fi. Like, yeah. that's what I use because I just like to have something on in the background. So, oh, I yeah. uh, I learned that Paramore is uh, Haley Williams is coming back with a uh, heavy rock really uh, album. Yeah, well, that's like, weird. of course, she had the like emo music back in the day then she went to like pop music and then she kind of retired for a little bit apparently she's coming back with like rock music and yeah. so i've kind of been like hyping myself up with paramore recently i'm like huh. yeah interesting yeah no i haven't listened to any i mean I, I have like a playlist of like my stuff i listened to in high school which is paramore mm. and all those bands but yeah, it's been a while. I just thought it was so interesting that like, okay, so I do listen to podcasts, but I'm more of a video podcast person. Yeah. So all my podcasts are from YouTube. 
like I'm watching Trash Taste podcast and the Wrestle Talk podcast because I don't watch wrestling, but I watch these guys talk about wrestling. Yeah. So I don't have to waste three hours every Monday night watching a shit product. <laughs> um, so I just listen to these guys shit on it like we shit on Batman. So I'm just like, yeah, all right, other people like us, cool. Um, but for the most part, that is uh, all the entertainment news. Now I gotta say this: we didn't have a question this week. All right, Clay. No, we did not. I actually looked tisk, at tisk, the tisk. Uh, uh, the YouTube. It says there's one comment, but I can't yeah, I think that's me. It. But it's not showing for some reason. I yeah, it's not that. showing. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there. But if you did leave a comment and you are, and that isn't me, and that is you, then leave it again on the next video. Now I will say this video did get put out a little later. That's on me, but still, it was out on the weekend. Um, and we are recording this podcast a day early. I unfortunately have some things I need to take care of tomorrow and will not be able to record on our normal day. But um, yeah, so just to reiterate, if you guys want to leave a question for this podcast so we can answer them every week, go to the Batman News Weekly YouTube channel, leave a comment in the comment section of the latest video, and we will more than likely, I'm talking about like 99.9% .9 chance that we will answer your question. So go leave it in the comment section. Also hit that subscribe button. Um, but yeah, so now we can just move straight on to comic books because we have finally Batman 118. We have Batman 89. And we have, uh, what is it called? Knight, Knights of Steel? Dark Knights of Steel Dark number Knights two. Dark Knights of Steel number two. Where Let's do you want to go first? I enjoyed all of these. so I did too. Yeah, so let's talk about 89. Okay. So this was interesting. So to recap, because I feel like it's been a long time since we've read 89. It's been a while. So on the last one, we had, man, I'm trying to think. It was revealed that Two-Face, he was dreaming, right? He came out of a dream because he thought he was the hero and he was like, I want the presidency or whatever, yeah. he the mayorship and all that jazz. And that was half the comic. And then he realized he woke up and he, half of his face was burnt by the battery acid. And, he and we were talking about how it was very interesting how like his other persona is like very meta in the sense of like talking about the multiverse. Yeah. And how like, oh, in this life, you were never uh, you never lived a life because you were hit by a car. Yeah. Oh, this life. Remember that when you were hanging out with your cousin? Well, you got blamed for it and you got arrested and you mm -hmm. had a horrible life after that. And like we thought it was very interesting how they're kind of playing with that in an 89 universe yeah. talking about the multiverse. For um, sure. We were questioning on how they were going to reveal the two face. Yeah. How did you feel about the reveal here? So I actually just read this and was it the bathroom scene? He's like ripping his face off. So he, he ends up like, at night, he escapes his room. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And yes, he yes, rips yes. off the thing. And he's looking at the reflection of the window. Yeah. In his in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And all you see, you don't even see his normal face. All you see is the blue messed up face. And you hear Two-Face like talking to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, remember. I was reading this very quickly before we started. So I didn't get to really review the panels. But um, yeah, no, I like the design. I, I actually kind of really, really like it. It's it's if you've seen what is it, Batman which is the one with uh Forever. What's his face? 
forever. It's like that blue and crazy, like spiky hair, like Bozo the clown hair. It yeah. feels like. Uh, but I enjoy it. I think like the I love that it's the the animated series blue. Yeah, I instead like of the red and like yeah. grossness of Tommy Lee Jones, yeah. it's the blue. I really dig that as well. I think it it complements the style of the book. Yeah. So I really dug it. Um, I like Drake and how he is kind of taking it upon himself to like, because in the beginning it opens up with him kind of like being messing, being Robin, messing with the police and not necessarily in like a bad way, but he sees that there is a situation as being escalated by the police. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you guys. And he like, throws a ball of paint onto the police. He throws spray cans to all of the citizens and essentially helps kind of start a, you know, yeah, an event. Yeah. But he uses it as like a way to be like, Hey, this is my town or this yeah. is my city. Get out of it. Kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I mean, he doesn't have the, he, he doesn't have the gadgets and the yeah. intimidation of that of a yeah. Batman. So he has to be kind of creative. How did you feel, though, about him essentially doing a Molotov cocktail towards the cops? So, again, like I said, he kind of has to be clever in his intimidation. Yeah. Um, Is it dangerous? Yes, 100%. Could it have gone so wrong? Yes, definitely. But I also think if this book continues, because I still think that this could very much still be like a season one mm-hmm. and then they do a season two. And if it continues to sell, you keep going, you keep going. Yeah. But I think if this does continue, because this also shows the first interactions between uh, Drake and Bruce. Yeah. And them coming to terms with the fact that like, Hey, like Drake is basically trying to convince Bruce, just tell me you're Batman. Cause I already know. Like yeah, he's just yeah. saying, like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna prove that I know you're Batman. Yeah. And he does it in a very de- deceit what is it, deceiving? Yeah, deceiving yeah very way. deceiving way. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. And I think that this relationship is going to eventually become that of like Bruce seeing the way that Drake is going about being Robin yeah. and saying, Hey, I like the way you're thinking, but you're going about it the wrong way. And then yeah. he kind of drives him to be a better vigilante. Yeah. I will say, I kind of like this approach of how he found out that he's Batman because he actually saw him. Like he's a mm-hmm. smart kid, right? We know that the original origin story of Drake was he was so smart. He found out Batman's patterns and all this kind of jazz. Like he knew what was happening. And so he was able to deduce it. Right. Um, I've, I, we've talked about this on this podcast before. I've kind of had an issue with that in the past, just because like fucking telling me he's the only person that's ever been able to do that. You know what I mean? Like I've had an issue with that, but I kind of like this because he saw him, you know what I mean? And now he's like, I'm going to get you to admit it because I fucking know. And so I like that. I will say the shit he did in this was very questionable, (laughs) very questionable because like, Police brutality against people of color is so real right now in our current world that I feel like people are dying. In the, if this happens in America, people, people are, are dying, dying in that crowd. Yeah. 
one hundred percent. And um, yeah, so I was just like, "That's so dangerous." But it's Gotham, and I'm like, "All right, he's trying to defend his neighborhood." I understand it. Um, but how did you feel about Bullock being like very? He seems like a villain. He does seem like a villain. This is kind of like the amalgam of Batman the Animated Series and then the Dirty Cop in Batman Begins. Yeah. It's like the amalgam of those two. Yeah. And uh and like you you hear Commissioner Gordon like try to talk to him and like, don't do this. You know, th- this such and such is going on right now. And you're just antagonizing them. Like just, you're not helping the situation whatsoever. Yeah. And he's just like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. What was that? Blah. Yeah. And then he's like ordering people to like freaking push people and then fire and all sorts of stuff. So I, I think Batman or Robin Drake um, we'll put him in his place. Yeah, I feel like that. Because he was kind of an asshole in the animated series, but mm. he just didn't like vigilantes. Yeah. This seems like he's trying to incite a riot against mm-hmm. people that are protesting. And there has been a very big push uh in main continuity, but like it's it's been here in this series since the issue one. Um, kind of just dealing with the stuff that we've had to deal with. I mean, it's always been there, but of course the amplification of 2020s you know just shit show yeah. of of, yeah. of everything that's been going on yeah it's it's kind of sad that this has had more impact with talking about social issues than all of i am batman yep or i should say fucking uh what's his face jice batman because yeah it's more than i am batman mm-hmm. um yeah it should have been done this way because you're getting a good story but you're still seeing that type of fucking awareness and like you know talking about today's issues so um yeah i would say this is a good way to do it uh love the imagery at the end where you know uh two-face ends up breaking out of the hospital he beats the shit out of some people and stuff like that so uh barbara gordon which that's still kind of weird for me that you know barbara gordon is dating two-face and all this kind of weird stuff um she's like they're like hey harvey broke out we need to find him or whatever and Two-Face is talking to himself, and he's all like, oh, we got to find a place to lay low or whatever. And he goes down to this old Burnside subway that they used to throw parties in back when he was younger or whatever. And you see a nice side of Burnside and a dead side of Burnside in this subway tunnel. I love yeah. that imagery. thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I love that the Burnside sign is broken, and it just says burn on the Harvey burnt face side. Yeah, we did that. That was kind of cool. Um, and then, yeah, and then we have the last couple pages are Batman showing Drake the Batcave and showing because he wanted to see the car. He was like, hey, well, like the one thing that we we didn't really share is the fact that like the way Drake proved that he was Batman oh, yeah. was like uh, he got invited to Bruce Wayne's mansion because yeah. he kind of hinted at the fact that he did know he was Batman over mm-hmm. a phone call. So he was like, Alfred, invite him over. And so Drake was kind of just talking to him and all of a sudden he pulls out this vial and Bruce is like, what's that? He's like, Oh, this, this is acid. The same kind of acid that was put onto Harvey's face. And he like clog, he unplugs the vial and throws it before, but before he could throw it, 
freaking Bruce threw a pillow at him and tackled yeah. him. And like they get into like a little bit of a tussle. He throws a fucking chair at Drake and shit. I'm like, dude, yeah. this is a kid. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. And then and then finally he just throws the vial on Bruce and it hits his cheek. He's like, oh, that was just water. Uh, yeah. Thanks for showing me uh, the other side of you, basically. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, crap. Yeah. And so he he takes him down to the bat cave and he's like, oh, this this is just my dungeon where I'm going to trap you uh, for years to come. But yeah. the food will be good. Yeah. <laughs> and Drake's like, uh, have you ever considered being normal? You know, yeah, it gets boring. Um, <laughs> I will say it's funny that you mentioned that, like, yeah, this is a kid. When I read it, I don't feel like Drake's a kid. He he is yeah. mature for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do think he is still like he's much younger than Bruce is, you know, Um, I would still consider him probably late teens. That's how late late teens, maybe like breaking 20, maybe. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, no more than that. But he doesn't seem like he's like 13 or 14. Yeah, no, not at all um but yeah it's very interesting i, I kind of like how he was like oh i see this new one the motorcycle that'll probably be the robin cycle mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool and i love like i kind of love his confidence because yeah. he was all like yeah shit's about to hit the fan and i'm gonna need a helper like, yeah it, it's it's more you know? about like hey this is my city yeah and, like because another thing was that like he he did kind of hint at the fact that like oh remember you know when you were getting shot at by all those cops and you got knocked down. Yeah, that was me. Kind of like, yeah. this is my city type of thing. Uh, we did get a small glimpse of Selena Kyle. Yep. She is playing the part of like a secretary or some sort of like computer analyst type person. She's in Gotham PD. I don't like, I don't know exactly what she's attempting to do, yeah. but this is of course some sort of coup. She's going to try to do something. Well, I mean, she so. was a secretary, right? So I guess, police stations need secretaries true because they were saying because they you know barbara mentioned something like oh you can upload your file or whatever yeah like and she was like happy to you know because she's probably gonna hack it or whatever but yeah overall 89 has been solid i yep. could see my if it continues like this i could see myself buying the trade yeah. you know because it's uh art's good story's been good and um you know it was weird at the start for me to just read something that i've watched you know, yeah. that's always kind of weird. Like, did you ever read any of those Arrow or Flash comics from the show? Those I, are always weird. I I think I attempted to read one, and I felt mm-hmm. like, ah, this is a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine recently was talking about how, back in the day, they made it very adamantly to, like, get comic book adaptations of movies. Yeah. So, Batman 89 has a comic. Yeah. Um... Superman had a comic. The Mask had a comic. Yeah. Like The Mask is based off a comic, but they made a movie adaptation of the comic. Yeah, of they a always comic. Do that. Uh, yeah. So, like, this is several years removed, sure. you know. So it is a little weird to 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 think of that movie and then be like, oh, this is the continuation. Yeah, you know, the cat the Catwoman suit's the only issue I have. I don't understand the purple legs. I just don't. It's so weird. Everything yeah. else is fine. But anyways, uh, since we are entering a new era of Batman, let's do that last. So let's move okay. on to Dark Knights of Steel, which I do want to say this. Loved this issue, but it 
what happened at the end of issue one with Superman, Batman, I feel like didn't need to happen at all. Agree? Disagree? With what happened in, into in, this? In the context of this issue? Yeah. No, it did not. But I think that Tom Taylor does it because I'm. we're just going to say it. No one in the royal family mm-hmm. notices and or finds out that Bruce is yeah. part Kryptonian. Yeah. This is a seed that Tom Taylor has planted to play along with later on. Yeah, yeah for sure, that- for sure. I just feel like everything Bruce did in this issue, he would have done if he was a human still. Yes. So, uh, but anyways, let's go on to that. So. As we just stated, in the last issue, it ended with Jor-El getting shot in the face with an arrow and dying in Bruce's arms. And that's the infamous, he's Superman. He's got Superman-like powers, Kryptonian powers. Um, That starts off the first page here with that death scene. We see the red laser eyes from uh, Bruce. And then he yells and he shoots the beams into the sky. And everybody's like, what the? Like, Harley's like, what the hell? And the mother's uh, is like a scream that makes Clark be like, what the fuck's going on? They all run out there. And we see Bruce with his helmet on and like ready to just like fight. Of course, the L's are like grieving their fallen father. And we have this badass shot of Bruce jumping off the castle with, uh, you know, just classic Batman with Alfred already downstairs with some fucking horses yeah that was gangster they ride off into the forest because bruce was like the arrow came from the hobbs forest and alfred is like is it the green man and um this was badass when an arrow shoots straight for alfred who is not looking and bruce catches it it right in front of his face and then he's like i see you and fucking uh green arrow's like the fuck and bruce jumps off his horse insane and slices his arm off this is fucking badass and a callback to dark knight returns yes yes I because green calls. uh green yeah. arrow uh Doesn't oliver enough. only has one arm yeah in, in yeah, he that a, uh, book classic feet bow technique to yeah. knock out clark um, so yeah, this was interesting here. It looks like Bruce is about to kill him. And then Alfred holds his arm. And he's like, no, Bruce. And he's like, don't worry, Alfred. You know, like, I won't kill because I can't get answers from a dead man. And I'm just like, God damn. All right. Um, that was a really good line. I was like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. So that was gangster. But still feel like that's something Bruce would have said either way. Yeah. Um, and then we go to the kingdom of storms, which I think this is kind of cool. So we see Constantine, which I'm not going to lie. It's kind of fucking weird that he's wearing like what he would normally wear. I thought of that as well. Yeah. Like it looks like a coat. Yes. Now I think they're trying to pass it off as like uh, one of those capey things they used to wear that you would tie. Yeah. But it looks like a fucking leather jacket. It like he he looks like he still has like a dress shirt and a tie mm-hmm. It looks too meta for yeah. for what we're dealing with in the times that we're dealing with. Yeah, he could he could have looked a little bit more like a wizard. Yeah, you know. But uh, they are still refusing to show us 
who this green man is. Yeah. Do you think it's obviously Green Lantern or is it like Martian Manhunter? See, we saw the ring though. Oh, last yeah, issue, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. So oh, we and know they make that a joke it, about jewelry too. We know that it's something of a Green Lantern. Yeah. But to what extent? Like, why is it so? Like, why is it going to shock me when I finally see this person? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be someone we wouldn't expect? Like, it's not going to be how? I don't think it's going to be the original four. Yeah. Um, I hope being... not. But do you think it'll be Sinestro? Oh, that would be weird. Yeah. And he was originally a Green Lantern, right? He was originally a Green Lantern. Um, I mean, that I means that it... how just because we're we have him in that vampire story. Yeah. So I really don't want it to be how I. Guy Gardner could... would be too stupid. Do you think it could be Jessica? I would love it to be Jessica because I want more Jessica in my life. Um, but I don't think it will. She has like since like basically disappeared from DC Comics. The last thing I heard was when she died and instantly came back the next issue. Yeah. That's the last thing I remember of her. But she's supposed to be in the fucking series. But if that's gonna be a shit show, that's gonna suck. Um oh yeah. So. Yeah, in the HBO Max series. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. You think it could be uh what's his face? Um Kyle. I'm hoping for either Kyle, Jessica, and I want to say Abin Sur, which is the original Green Lantern that yeah. gave Hal Jordan the power. Um, but I feel like that might be one of the obvious ones, too. Yeah. Kilowog is, I think, too cartoony. Mm -hmm. I've always loved Kilowog. Um, but what is what is the stupid Green Lantern that they have? Isn't there like a ball? Or an orb that's a lantern. Yeah, he he's like really he's rat like he is basically yeah. just a head. Yeah. Um, and with arms and legs. Yeah. Um, there's also a squirrel. There's a volcano head. Um. There's a there's a shit ton of green yeah, lanterns yeah, yeah. that are just Which wacky. Is, I just they they can't fuck up that show, man, and they're going to like they're going <laughs> to fuck up that show. Uh. Anyways, going back to this comic book, so we're seeing. Uh, Black Adam and all his kids. I didn't know he had a no. son. Uh, uh, Black Lightning, not Black, Black Lightning. Adam. I always forget. Yeah. Uh, Black Lightning. He had a son. Has he always had a son? I don't think so because okay. I don't remember seeing a son anywhere in the comics whatsoever. He's not in the show either, right? No. He, I know about the two daughters. Yeah. But so we're seeing them all kind of doing their own thing, and the daughters are badasses, and the son is all like, "Yeah, stand back, Dad." And he just fucking lets it rain. And he, and he makes it rain. So I think this is really cool because uh, one of the daughters does thunder. Yeah. One of the daughters does lightning. And then he rain. He does yeah. rain. So it, all together they can make the Try perfect storm, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, wait. It's weird that one of them does lightning, but he is also lightning. Who? Uh, Jefferson? Lightning. Yeah. yeah. Can he create storms, though? No. So. I mean, like, if I think at one point he, what he did, like, he did a whole bunch of, like, science stuff with, like, yeah. uh, who was it? Firestorm uh -huh. and Flash. Yeah. Like, they worked together and they made, like, basically a yeah. storm. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't think he can do that on his own. Yeah. So I like how Constantine kind of just like shits on him because he was like, yeah, thanks for making it rain. Because um, like it's, ooh, it's water. Ooh. Yeah. But basically, Jumanji. <laughs> we know from Jumanji, a lot of water can kill you. All right. Oh, fuck so, yeah. Uh, we know that. And, you know, Constantine is all like, hey, we need to have a conversation without little ears. And he's like, my ears aren't that little. They're normal size. And um, so, like, every time I meet a kid like that for the first time as a new character, I always hate him. I don't know why. Like, I instantly do. Well, he's not that yes. much of a problem anymore. Yes. <laughs> Which we'll get to. Um, so we do hear, like, you know, this is when Constantine tells him, like, it's been done. Like, Jor-El's dead. Yeah. And this whole conversation essentially is just us learning that Jefferson has had an issue with the elves because they're realizing that a lot of magic people in the L kingdom are disappearing. Yeah. So he thinks that, you know, they know that they're a threat to the elves. So the elves are doing something about it. We do find out later that it seems like they're not killing them, but they are capturing them for no reason. Um, so they have this discussion here and page turn amanda waller works mm-hmm. for the elves i thought this was really interesting and she was talking about going to war mm-hmm. and everybody's like no, no no we shouldn't go to war love harley here harley is the shining light of this series so far it's so weird she is like the voice of reason yeah and i wonder if she's gonna be a big player later on like because if she's the voice of reason and we find out she's been like behind a lot of this stuff to like i could see her being the one to give like intel to the yeah the jefferson family yeah so it'd be very interesting to see what happens but i don't know why i just love the idea of harley actually being a jester mm-hmm. for real yeah and like it works and um you know we see like cal l obviously super pissed because he just lost his father obviously good reason to be mad uh, we see it you know everybody's trying to talk cal l essentially because he doesn't know what happened takes yeah. a shot at bruce essentially he's like he's like who the fuck cares what bruce has to say this yeah. is a family affair and i'm like fuck yeah <laughs> so bruce is all like if you only knew my guy and you know <laughs> But he he's he still stays humbled, and he's yeah. just all like, you know what? Let them do whatever. And he's like, I want proof. And so they captured Green Arrow, so he's down in the dungeons. So Cal L wants to go see him. He's like, I want to go talk to this fucking traitor. So page turn, and we go. Uh, Alfred's all like, other people are gonna get caught in this crossfires. You know what I mean? Like it's war. I think it's Alfred that says that. Yeah. Um, and it cuts to Amazon Island. I cannot, I don't know if you feel about this, but Amazon Island, it should just be called the Mascara. Because when I hear Amazon now, I think of the fucking company. <laughs> so like I was like Amazon Island, and I was and then there's all these buildings here. I was like, God damn, they took over everything. Amazon uh, Prime? Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Prime. So we see that somebody has arrived to the shores of Amazon Island. Hippolyta is there to greet them. We find out that this person is Lois. Very and- interesting. It's interesting because she is like a uh, a messenger. Yeah. But she also plays like a detective because she's like doing like she's doing like reportive work. Yeah. And I'm just like, it's a little weird. 
Yeah, well, you know, Bendis wrote that amazing series where she's one of well, the greatest detectives. Well, no, it's just, it feels weird because of the time that we're in. Yeah. Like, I understand that you want to play off of, like, their their roles in continuity and, like, mm-hmm. spin it for this Elseworld. Yeah. Like, having her as a messenger, I think, would be cool within itself. Yeah. But, like, for the fact that you, there's, uh, uh, where is it? There's, uh... There's one moment when she's talking to, I think, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. and she's like, uh, I haven't confirmed, but he's the obvious suspect. If he was, I will uh, let's see here. Yeah. Where does it say? Or she's talking about the prophecies and all of that. It just, it sounds like she's doing reportive work, yeah. like as a detective and as a journalist. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I what's the equivalent to a journalist in those times? Like what would yeah. it be? Well, like, they had like scholars and bookkeepers that kept up with all that kind of stuff. Like if you watch game of Thrones, you would assume she's one of those kind of people. Yeah. So there are people that are messengers that kind of deal with all this kind of shit. Um, so yeah, it's, it is kind of weird. I, I totally get it, but it didn't bother me. Cause I was like, all right, she seems more of a messenger than anything. So, you know, that, that was the news you know Mm -hmm. and being a messenger you learn about everything and anything and everything that's going on between the kingdoms right so yeah you would have the most information so i thought that was interesting you know um so she tells hippolyta about you know the death of jor-el and she is all like i love the bait and switch that happened here like i really love what happened because she goes out she's like the princess is out in the fields and we see like wonder woman training like of course badass wonder woman and you you she gets the news of jor-el's death and page turn and it's fucking it's jor-el your father has been killed and i'm like and it's supergirl and it's i was supergirl, like but her name isn't even the correct name it's not kara yeah it's zala. zala yeah and i'm like who the fuck is this yeah and so- I'm just super interested. Mm-hmm. I've never heard the name before. I kind of want to do some research to see if Zala is an actual character. Do you think that Thomas Wayne fucked the wife of Jorel? And this is a Wayne. So I don't think so i literally typed in her name and somebody has already created a dc database it's it's zala jarell dark knights of steel this is her first appearance mm-hmm. um, so, i mean but she could still be thomas like a wayne though like in all the deceiving stuff you know what i mean now it says right here because it is her first appearance people are just assuming but uh race kryptonian I think she is full Kryptonian. Yeah. And the reason why is because of what happens at the end. Yeah. Of the. True. True. I wouldn't mind if there's going to be some deception here, but I don't think they'll do the double turn um, with that. But it would be interesting because you could be raised Kryptonian and she could have just been known. She could have been raised to use her powers, whereas Bruce was hidden from knowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But anyways, so uh, turns out that she's just like, I have to go. And she's telling this to Wonder Woman. They share a kiss. So 
thank you, Tom Taylor, for actually bringing out the bisexual thing or the lesbian thing of Wonder Woman, which nobody has touched mm-hmm. in so long, but was made very clear a long time ago. I think Greg Rucka's run was when they... Yeah, I think the last person to do it was actually Grant Morrison in the Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman Earth 1 story. Mm -hmm. But, like, it was all implied and never shown. Yeah. Like, it it was basically, like, heavy sexual tension of, like, Mm -hmm. hey, you're a woman, you want to get down? Like, basically that kind of stuff. Yeah. But never actually shown. So then Wonder Woman, this is where she talks to Lois and asks, like, who is it? Is it Pierce and all that jazz? And, um, you know, this was interesting where Wonder Woman was like a war against gods. So is she not on Jor-El's side? I. I'm interested to see how the houses. Yeah. Have all been playing their part. Mm -hmm. Like. I can very much see Amazon Island still being that kind of island that's just like, fuck men. And like, I don't care if you're doing good to the world or bad to the world. You're just a man. And, you know, you are therefore evil. Um, But I, I am interested to see, because, of course, we see the trope of that of a new 52 where Wonder Woman and Superman were together. Yeah. And are there going to be similarities of like, Oh, because I am dating and or married or have some sort of relationship with a princess, that being Zala, like, is she just playing nice with the L family because of that? Yeah. Or not, you know, I would love for, because as we see later on in this book, Zala has no problem being evil or doing evilest things. Unlike her brother who wants to be pure and not kill people. Um, I would love because I don't know how Game of Thrones this is gonna get, but I want Taylor to go balls to the wall with this. Like, I want betrayal. I want like fucking infidelity. Like, I want fucking everything gangster from those old things. Like, so I would love if we are gonna have brother versus sister with bastard brother on the side over here. I would love for Wonder Woman to be in a love triangle between all three. Because if she's never met a man before and she sees either Bruce or Kal-El and she falls for one of them and Zala's like, you're supposed to be in love with me. And then there's like this torn, like fighting for the love of Wonder Woman or she has to pick sides and that becomes a bigger betrayal. Like, I want this shit to get like intense. (laughs) Because like, this is... I the one thing is I hate when I leave a story and I'm like you could have done so much more that's what I always hate but I but when you tell me when I come out of a story and I'm just like I don't know how that could have been better always memorable Mm -hmm. but Tom Taylor has got me back on the train I was already I wasn't liking that first issue so I'm on the train again but he could this could still go south at any moment so here's a question for you. You said it could go south at any moment. If they decide to move forward in the same way that they did deceased. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be one, if not two more six issue miniseries, yeah. as well as two other three issue miniseries to kind of 
make this universe more whole. Yeah. Would you think that's too much or not? I think it's it's very easy to get burnt out on it because we did mm-hmm. with, you know, Dead Planet Deceased. and all that jazz. Yeah. Um, but if they don't reference the other areas that much, I don't think it would be that bad because like Game of Thrones, like you were, you had all of these houses like going against each other, but there was always this off in the distance white Walker problem that nobody was paying attention to. And so if you're going to introduce some kind of white Walker stuff, which is probably going to be the black rings, right? Like that would be the fucking white walkers of this series. Um, then that could be interesting, but I don't want it like, I don't know. it. When you do spinoffs, it gets really iffy at that point. Because he, because one, if they don't stick the landing, who gives a fuck about a spinoff, right? Yeah. That's the thing. That's what the issue we had with Deceased. And then they spun it off into, what was it? What was the second one? Because Dead Planet was the third one, wasn't it? No, Dead Planet is the second one. The one in with between them... With what? Doesn't Red Hood was the second one, wasn't it? Red Hood was the in between. Yeah, Red... so that one was the killables or unkillables. Yeah, un- 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 yeah. So I I consider that the second one because okay, it was okay. like four or six issues, right? Yeah. So... And then they also had a digital first series. Yeah. That was in between the first and second. Yeah. So I. He has to stick the landing on this whole series for me to care about spinoffs. That's all. That's what I'll say. Okay. So because I didn't really care after deceased, like that last that ending, I was just kind of me. But because I, for me personally, we've already seen Kalel, the House of Elves. Yeah. We've seen Amazons, and now we've seen Magic with uh, uh, the so, the House of Storms or yeah. whatever it's called, the Kingdom of Storms or whatever. Um, I don't want there to be like, oh, we're going to bring in Thanagar and all of the Hawkmen are Mm going to come in for a kingdom because I feel like that may be a little too much, like bringing in other planets into this world. Yeah, that would be too much. I think it will be a little too much. But you could have the kingdom of of Thanagar. If if they make that a thing in this universe yeah. where it, it's like, hey, we settled here like millions of years ago. Well, they, and... I feel like they should be like Viking-esque. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that would be really good. Yeah. That would actually be kind of cool. And see, like they have like their axes and their yeah. maces and shit. I would like to see a like evilish kind of starfire. And it's the House of Fire. I would like to see that, like, because this is, it's an else world. So this is where you can actually take characters and make them a little different than mm-hmm. they normally are. Yeah. Right. Not everything has to be 100% true. This is where I would let Batman so, killing people slide. So I'm starting. Uh, I don't want to make this promise. I'm just going to say this. Mm-hmm. If Tom Taylor sticks the landing, I may watch how uh, I may watch freaking uh, Game of Thrones. Tom, but Tom Taylor I will, a lot right on this. <laughs> I will ask you mm-hmm. in the show. Yeah. I know that there's several different houses. I know that the the White Walkers or whatever. 
Yeah. I know that like Game of Thrones did a very good job from what I've been told about singling out certain individuals within the season, telling mm-hmm. separate stories and then it meeting at the end for a big yes. finale. Yeah. A la Doctor Who-ish kind of style. Yes. Mm-hmm. So with this taking the, I, in the sense of if there's spinoffs and everything else, I think what I would want is I want this first series to establish the world. Yeah. We are getting that establishment right now. I think that a spinoff could introduce something like the house of fire mm-hmm. or like the, um, like or white walkers, something right. like a white walkers or a uh, swamp thing in the green, like, the house of green that'd be kind of cool. yeah like we start seeing like poison ivy yeah we see swamp thing you know all that get into the whole mess of things i think you see the clashing of like whatever ending this does or whatever yeah. ending this book has show a repercussion to one of the other houses in the spinoff yeah so it, what's one thing that this can make you go really south on fast? Because oh. I'll tell you what, I want this, I want 12 issues to go by, and I don't want to see one Joker. I was just about to say, if I see a if I see a creature that is supposed to be Joker-esque, I think I'm out. I think yeah. that I'm just like, it, it's too much at that point. Yeah, so I don't want to see the Joker, which I hope Tom Taylor will stay away from this, but I will be acceptable. I will accept him coming out in a spinoff series, and it's like the kingdom of Darkseid, and he's Darkseid's jester. Ooh. Yeah. You know we're making this way better than it's going to be, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what, we're like, what, we're we, making this so good. We, we <laughs> are going to read the spinoff, and we're like, that's shit. What I came up with was so much better. We're making this so much better than it's going to end up being, which fucking sucks. Um, I need to get an in with Taylor. Like I, I I uh, need to find a way to like ask some questions. Well, you already made him mad that one time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Taylor. I'm sorry, Taylor. Uh, They gave uh, it to me. Yeah. Anyways, (laughs) let's go back before we make this story even better than it is. Um, Cal L goes down to the dungeon where we see a lot. There is so many Easter eggs in this dungeon where they're holding magic people. We obviously see Green Arrow down there. Harley is like, I don't think this is a good idea for you to be talking to the prisoner, Cal. And he's all like, you're excused. Like, I didn't tell you to be here. Like, get out of here. And Bruce is all like, she's talking to Bruce because it seems like they have a good connection. Like Bruce and Harley. And he's like, Harley, you're, you know, you're not, uh, you're employed to be a juggler. And she's like, I'm also, but I could juggle and give you advice. Like she's kind of doing therapist stuff. Like, I really love this. And she's just kind of saying like, you should lose the ears because it just makes me want to give you pets and treats. Like, so she kind of shits on Bruce and, um, they're kind of talking, but in the background, we see the flash, we see blue devil, Mm -hmm. which was interesting. We see, okay. So who's the dude with the wings? That is Ari. That is his creation from the Suicide Squad. Oh, wow. Yeah, I forgot about that. So then, obviously, we see King Shark, but we've seen a bunch of different sharks. 
Yeah. So I don't know which one this is really, but I'm gonna just gonna assume King Shark. Then we see I'm assuming his other creation, which is the no, green so, guy. So this isn't a creation from Tom Taylor. This is already oh, okay. in continuity um, of DC Comics. This is Lagoon Boy. Oh, the one that Tom King killed. I mean, killed like fifty times, fifty million times. For in, in uh, Infinite Crisis, doesn't he get himself killed over and over and over for trauma? Isn't that Lagoon Boy or no? Mm, oh shit! Oh, you're thinking about Heroes in Crisis? Yeah, yeah, Heroes in Crisis, isn't that? Him? Yes. Yeah, 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 that was that was him. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's him. And then Detective uh, Chimp. Yeah. Which so Harley says. Also, looking at, locking up all these people without a crime as a precaution, bit crappy. And Detective Chimp in the next panel is like, she's right. And Bruce is like, shut like, up, monkey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought that was kind of cool. And then, of course, we had this conversation between Cal-El and Green Arrow. And he's all like, um, I could kill you with a glance. And he's like, well, then fucking do it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm glad your dad's dead, essentially, was what this conversation happens. And uh, he's like, I'm not going to kill you. And he's like, why not? Because I'm not, okay, because I am not lying to myself. We're not what you think we are. So Cal-El is really trying to say, we're good people. Like, I don't know why you hate us. When there's a whole bunch of people in prison for no reason around there. I think this is very much the story of my parents are doing a whole bunch of shit and... I'm kind of turning a blind eye. Yeah. And like, like I do kind of think it's a story of like privilege of clearly. Oh, for sure. privilege. Uh, 100%. And he is kind of blinded because he's lived this life and yeah. like, he doesn't know anything else. He, he hasn't been humbled by working at a farm, you know? Yeah. So of course he's going to be like, this is normal. We're fine. We're keeping the kingdom safe. You know, yeah. Um, but it's so poetic about how he says we are not those kinds of people. And you turn the page, yeah, and you says we're Je- not killers. Yeah, we're not so. killers. And you see Jefferson; he's sleeping. There's a huge crash. He runs to his daughters. He's like, "Okay, what was that? Are you? Is that you? No, that wasn't me. Okay, what is it?" He goes to his son's room, and Zala is there holding his son by his shirt. Jefferson is about to like strike her and she's like, ah, no, 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 no. See, I could just drop him. And she flies up really high in the air. Yeah. And his son basically is like, I'm not scared of you, uh, alien. I will make it rain in your lungs. And she's like, no, no, you won't. And just yeah. drops him. Yeah. And they don't show it, but he is like dead, dead. Jefferson yeah. strikes Zala with a thing of lightning and all she says was, that tickled, and then flies yeah. away. Yeah, Fuck. and then it says, that's sealed, our own our own fate is sealed. And it says, to be continued. And it looks like the bracelet that uh, his son was wearing, I believe, gets yeah. uh, is just on the ground bloodied. So, yeah, Tom Taylor got me back with this issue. And I said, I want to say the last time we reviewed this, I was like, I'll give it the next issue. But if it doesn't capture me, I'm, I'm not going to really care about the series. And I have to say, I loved reading this. Like, it was a quick read. Um, I enjoyed everything that happened in it. My only thing, and I know they're setting up a seed for a future thing to do with this, I just still 
don't like the Bruce thing, honestly. Um, and but we'll see. And the the reason why, the reason why I don't like the Bruce thing is it's probably to set up a Bruce versus Superman fight where he can actually hold his own in the future. And I don't care. Like I love when he's not a Kryptonian. You're giving me flashbacks to that you know? TikTok conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I don't like. I don't need him to be a Kryptonian to fight Superman. You know what I mean? It's it's why we. What love what that. if what if it's not a fight between him and Kal El, and it's a fight between him and Zala? It's the same thing. It's, it is, you know. but I think. It technically isn't. And the reason why, I will say this, I will say mm. this, because Kal-El is the person who is somewhat thinking of the betterment of the kingdom, is yeah. legitimately trying to be a good person, although blinded by the privilege that he has. Yeah. He's going to see Zala doing this as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. He tries to stop her. She kills him. And then Bruce has to come in and stop her. You think... Superman's gonna die? It's a possibility. I don't think so. This is what I see happening. I see Zala, since she's more cutthroat, is going to try and kill him, and Bruce is gonna do the fucking Piccolo moment and fucking save Superman with his own life, or he's gonna step in and fucking do essentially what Wonder Woman did in BVS and save him, and he's gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, by the way, we're brothers. And then fucking beat the shit out of Zala for him. I'm down. So I can see that. And then we'll see where that goes from there. Yeah. Um, but I think what needs to happen, if that's going to happen, I need Superman to shit on Bruce a little bit more. So he feels really bad when he gets saved by Bruce. And he's yeah. like, I can't believe I treated you like this for so long. Like, you're my actual brother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then Bruce punches him. He'd be like, yo, dad, fuck my mom, bitch. Like, what the fuck? And then, you know. Well, we will get that story in issue four. It is a flashback. Yeah. We are going to get that story. So we'll definitely see what happens. Um, but yeah, interesting, solid weeks. But finally, we're talking about Batman 118, the end of James Tynan. You want to know something funny? Uh, speaking of how I mentioned that wrestling podcast a while back. Uh, they talk about nerdy shit too. And one of the guys is a big DC fan. He like lets it slip every once in a while when they're talking about shit. Well, he was like, look at you all happy. And he was like, yeah, he was all like, uh, Batman was really good this week. He was all James Tynan yeah. the fourth. And I was just all like, I put in the comments, I was like, uh, correction, Ollie. I was like, the reason why you thought Batman was good is because it's a new writer and not James Tynan the fourth. <laughs> Fuck so yeah. I didn't get a response, but I just thought it was so funny that people didn't pay attention to the writer switched on this and they just thought it was James Tynan. That's um, awesome. But anyways, your initial thoughts after reading this, because I've been teasing this for the last couple of weeks. You have, you have. And I was just like, man, if Juice really likes this, then, yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> then something's up, something's up. And like, uh, I'm I'm in a very small comic book group uh, yeah. in my uh, in my podcasting uh, community, and uh, we were talking like right before I started reading it, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm I'm hearing really good things." I'm like, "Fuck!" I I just stopped everything. I was like, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna read it." Midway through, 
I said, fuck, this is good. Yeah. Midway, not even, not even finished with the entire book yet. And I was just like, fuck, Williamson actually did it. Like, again, this is only the first issue. Yeah, it could go south. (laughs) It can very much go south. I I understand that he, this is a little bit of a passion project for him. He's been wanting to do a solo Batman. I think everybody who is anybody in comics wants to do at least Batman and or Spider-Man in their career. Those are the two biggest ones. Seeing this book, for one, it is gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous. And I'm almost tempted just because of we got the news of like Batman, the anime series getting an audio drama and everything. I started to think about like how easy could I do like half of this book like audio wise? Yeah. Like I was because the really cool thing about being an audio engineer and going to school for it, they've already given me like a giant library of sounds Mm -hmm. that I don't even have to pay for. Like I already have like a shit ton of stuff and I'm just like, Ooh, like this looks like fun. Um, but damn, this was good. Yeah, this was pretty solid. So, um, it starts off with, uh, now preview pages for this came out a while back where it showed some type of party happening and there was a bunch of people dressed up like villains. So, um, Bruce is out catching normal thugs which is always nice to see batman do to remember that he's not just trying to get the you know the kingpins of the world he still goes after normal people breaking into you know houses or whatever yeah we get a couple goons that are like ah don't be scared batman's not gonna find anybody like us like it's a big city kind of shit and this one guy's like no man that's batman he's like it's a gargoyle some dumbass put them all over the city a long time ago they're all over the place he's like no man that's batman he's like nah look and then there's a splash page of batman just standing in the city with fireworks blowing up all over the place and they these cops doing typical cop stuff just sitting in their cars drinking their coffee and their donuts and they run out they're like arrest us arrest us and they're, uh, he's like, what's going on? He's like, oh, we don't want to get beat up by the Batman. And then they just take him in. They're like, all right, fuck it. They're like, we were robbing that place over there. So the cops are like, all right, we didn't see anything, but uh, all right, cool. We'll take you in, you know? And so Batman like dips out. We see Barbara kind of like talking, doing her own Oracle type thing on her laptop. And um, she's like, hey, I got, you know, they, they, we kind of get a recap of what's been happening uh, which is we see the stuff that was happening in Detective. We have kind of the Nightwing stuff. So no, have... no, no. So I have a question for you. Uh-huh. What the fuck is that? What? In the center where we see Bruce kneeling down, we mm-hmm. see somebody next to him and then Nightwing. So I don't know if that was hinting at everything that happened in King's Run, maybe? Cause so I don't know what's happening in Frontier. Isn't he, isn't uh what's his face part of Frontier? The Bat Dad. The, the is that him? Flashpoint Batman. It looks kind of like him, just a different mask. I haven't been reading Frontier, so I don't know. I'm gonna have to look at Frontier again because I because that's a Williamson that? thing, isn't it? That is a Williamson thing. So so I don't know. And I mean, if everything's continuity now, who who even knows? We have some stuff that happens, what looks like it's happening in Justice League. Yeah. All that kind of jazz. And, um, you know, Batman's saying, like, eh, no more than unusual. Like, going. I really enjoyed the voices 
yeah. for Barbara and Bruce in this book. Like immediately after these guys get taken away, um, you see the little narration box of Barbara saying, you really enjoyed that, didn't you? And then Bruce saying like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like it just felt organic. And I was just yeah. like, that's the Batman humor. Yeah. That's what I like. And then uh, she says like, why don't you go train with Ghostmaker? This is the hint I mentioned a long time ago. Yeah. Um, that was all like, he left town to begin train to begin uh, clown hunters training. I hope we never see these characters again, unless yeah. I'm going to kill them when I write for Batman. But for the most part, like, yeah, I don't care about that. So we know he's going away in his like spaceship type fucking Star Wars ship that he has. Um, so hopefully we won't see them again. And then Barbara's like, oh, yeah, well, um, something's going on at the Billionaires Club. And he's all like, oh, are they throwing a party? Like, you know, saying like, shouldn't I be there? Um, which does he not? Does he have his money back? No, he said he oh. doesn't have. He says right here. He says, uh, uh, where's he say? Oh, he when I was, he wouldn't have gone when I was a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not invited. He's like, yeah. And she's like, well, you're not really going to like it because they have a theme and the theme is villains of Gotham. And so everybody is dressed up as different villains from Gotham. So pretty cool imagery. And Batman goes in there and he's like, all right. I'm going to have to run facial recognition or whatever to try to find all them. This next page, I really liked. The one with Batman and the like panels of everybody different? Yes, and the narration here. Yeah. I really enjoyed because like the whole thing is that like there's there are like Props. killers, I think it was hired yeah. killers at this party, but they don't know because they're all dressed up. And so Batman in this next panel is like, okay, facial recognition but also like who is who is real and who is not yeah in the sense of like oh a, a real gun versus a prop gun is gonna change everybody's stature is gonna change the way they walk yeah really being a detective which we haven't fucking seen in so fucking long yeah for sure so i think that was kind of cool uh he talks about the security has been knocked out we have a very good drawing of a harley quinn with a gun in her face which is Mr. Freeze's gun. And then we just see a lot of the villains show up. We have like Two-Face, we have Killer Croc. Um, this was my only issue with the book hmm. was where this Killer Croc starts beating the shit out of everybody and he gets burnt to a crisp by Firefly and it was Batman in a Killer Croc suit. So seemed like a pretty good killer croc suit i don't know where he would have got one so quickly you know what i mean it's a very nitpick thing yeah it, but... it is a little bit of a nitpick thing but like at the same time like it's a villain's party yeah why he would he just been batman but like i feel you know? like i mean even though there's some people at the end of this whole confrontation they're like oh man nice costume and they think it's just a normal person yeah so well, even after the conflict it's yeah. like no that's really batman people yeah. come on and you could have had somebody been like ah thinking batman's a villain that's a good one you know what i mean because people yeah. don't like batman in gotham yeah. so like very interesting like you know so we see firefly do that then we see the joker this was something i mentioned that i had saw a long time ago i was like oh i was like all right hopefully he's not a big part of it he's not tries to take some shots at batman of course batman knocks him the fuck out 
uh firefly actually played more of a part in this than anything but like the best part about this is that these aren't the real heroes i mean these aren't the real villains this isn't really joker this isn't really mr freeze this isn't mm -hmm. really riddler uh the freeze gun works though yeah but they all they it's stolen mm. these are just random hired killers that are dressed up as these villains because they wanted to like be easily accessible in the billionaire club. Oh, yeah, that actually makes a lot more sense, to be honest. See, that that's the problem, though, like... Because look at Mr. Freeze in the photo of, like, where all the different panels are. Yeah. It is clearly, like, a bigger set guy. That's not Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, I could have sworn that was a different... Yeah, okay, you got me there, you got me there. Um, But, yeah, because I, when I saw the Freeze thing, like, I just completely forgot the, about that. the only one that is real i believe is firefly he's yeah. the one that hired these killers and they're yeah. about to like hold up the billionaires club for all the money yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah so we have that we have a Catwoman hit on batman which is pretty funny uh we have classic scarecrow we have another joker in there and it's funny because this is a good way to play stuff off in gotham all these billionaires of course being as naive as fuck we're like, that was amazing entertainment. Like, yeah. oh my God, they went off this year. Like, it's so crazy. So, and then there's, I don't know why, a young girl there. And she is dressed up as fucking... Punchline. Punchline. And she's like, can I have your autograph? And he signs it with just a bat symbol, which I think is kind of cool. And then he does the whole like classic smoke bomb to get away thing, which I thought was kind of cool. And uh, I'm, and then we see Bat. We Barbara talks about Batman a little bit, and he's like, "I'm not used to Gotham celebrating me," which is interesting. Mm -hmm. This is the one thing that kind of sucks about like switching storylines so fast between new writers is like he was just really hated, yeah, for the longest time, and now he's just automatically being celebrated. I'm like that. The gap was like I, pretty big. I I think that the whole point is that like people realize that like. Batman was the one that saved them from the yeah. magistrate and from like because yeah they they saw all this fancy you know stuff from the magistrate that was going to keep them safe and then it fucking turned into freaking Terminator yeah and they were like having a police state and they couldn't go out and they were being shut into their houses and so they saw hey maybe this was the wrong choice and then Batman yeah. saved them so I think that is why it was so quick that like oh fuck he really is a hero yeah but this next page is what made me decide like this is a good book oh yeah so um barbara says this is far from the first time that batman has won what did you do in the past after solving a big case and it's a montage of him just hanging out with his friends essentially you so, see him with gordon you see him with damien you see him with catwoman you see him with clark and then the last one you see him playing chess with alfred yeah and i'm just like god damn it yeah and then we have like you know he's doing the classic he's on top of a gargoyle kind of thing and he's like hear me out uh, you don't have to do a thing like to retreat into the darkness why don't you come hang out with us and uh dick grayson is coming in through the window with some coffees and he's like is that batman tell him to stop brooding and get over here like we got bagels and so i like that he's keeping like nightwing in bloodhaven where that's mm -hmm. tom taylor's doing that so like and we know barbara's a big part of that story so i like that barbara's still in bloodhaven kind of doing all that jazz 
And then Oracle's like, I'm going, then he tells Oracle, I'm going dark for 48 hours. So typical Batman, like doesn't let anything good happen, but it's because he sees a blimp, love blimps in Gotham. There's only apparently 15 blimps in the world or some shit like that. I saw that randomly on a article or TikTok or something like that. And, but there's like 15 blimps on this page. So that doesn't happen in Gotham. Gotham's got blimps. And it says Batman Incorporated arrested. And it has Man of Bats, El Gacho, uh, Batman of China, the Dark Ranger, and the Hood. Uh, and it says breaking news. And he's like, what happened? And then it says murder across a panel. So I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. And then we see Bruce fly out to um, Bandanisia. I don't know how to say it, Bandanisia. Um, so he goes to another country and he's talking the language, all this jazz. We get introduced to new character, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, looks like a badass detective Laura Croft type. I thought uh, the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she's searching about like this killer or whatever. And we see she's trying to get evidence and Batman is there, like this badass Batman in the corner. He's like, don't touch that. And she's like, holy shit. And uh, she's like, are you trying to give me a heart attack? And he's like, it's, you know, he's like, I got to collect this evidence or whatever. And this is when we find out about Abyss. This is the new villain that Batman's going to be fighting. The I love this idea that he's dead. So yeah. Batman's trying to figure out why Batman Incorporated killed this guy. So this is solid, but I also thought the designer was solid when we first started mm-hmm. reading about the designer. So I don't want to praise this too much, but it was cool because Abyss apparently beat the shit out of all the Batman Incorporated characters, it looks like. But then they finally got the upper hand on him and they killed him. So Bruce allegedly, was, yeah, allegedly. Um, but Bruce kind of hints, he's like, it seems like they did. It's kind of, he says something along those lines. Um, and then he's all like, okay. And he says they were all influenced by Batman. Yes. Before they were in Batman incorporated, they were known as the club of heroes. We teamed up from time to time, but they disbanded and I stopped keeping track of them. And this is where it gets crazy because you know, he says that Bruce Wayne no longer f- has the funds to support their mission. Um, and we find out their new benefactor. And you get a page turn and it's fucking Lex Luthor. I was like, God damn, this was a good issue. Yeah, it was. Like, I told you, I, I told you guys weeks ago that I was all like, I have hope. That's all I can say. The next issue could blow dick. <laughs> it's very possible because I've been up and down on the Robin run. You know, yeah. we saw preview pages to the next Robin. It's kind of like, ooh, uh, you know, there's there's one sequence that I'm just yeah. like, did you have to do it? But. Yeah. So we'll see. But the next issue is called Who is Abyss? So I'm intrigued, man. Uh, uh, Batman trying to solve the case of a dead villain and it involves people he used to work with and Luther is their benefactor. Is this going to be a setup? Is it going to be like incorporated has finally gone rogue and they're doing their own things? Um, 
I think this is a good way to use Batman Incorporated, especially if they want to, you know, have these characters be thrown away. And maybe they did kill Abyss. And Batman's trying to figure out why Luther would hire them to kill these people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because I've always said this. You guys have heard me hark on it many a times. It is okay to create characters so they can die. Yes. Totally fine. And I'm hoping this is what Williamson's doing. And he's not trying to create this Abyss character to be somebody that's going to be around for the next 50 years. You know what I mean? That's the dream but it's very rare that anybody's able to ever do that. You know what I mean? I think Hush was the last character that maybe the Court of Owls. Court of Owls is probably newer than Hush. So, um, but Hush is stuck around just like that. But since Court of Owls, I don't think there's any other character that has popped up onto the scene that people just want to keep seeing and seeing and seeing. So it's very rare that writers can pull out characters like that. Punchline is the only one that I think will survive Tynan's run. Um, but yeah. I have hope. That's all I can say. What are your thoughts yeah. on this whole thing? I, man, I'm so happy that we got a good Batman. Yeah. This yeah. was so good. Um, like I said, whenever I saw the montage of uh, like his old routine and yeah. like who he was before all the mess of Tynan's run, um, I was just like, fuck, like, that is the Batman that I want back. Mm-hmm. And like, it kind of gives you a glimmer of hope. Like, yeah. like Williamson is acknowledging, Hey, this is who Batman was. And this is the Batman that everybody cares about. Yeah. Like maybe we can get there. Mm-hmm. And having this like weird mystery. I, I enjoy detective Batman. Yeah. Like for sure. the mystery of it all. Like for me, I feel like, with us reading so many comics to turn a page and be surprised yeah. to turn a page and get the guess wrong mm-hmm. is going to be fun. Yeah. Like, and I have hope that's what this is going to do. Yeah. Um, I want to say that there is a little bit more pressure on Williamson to knock this out of the park because this is now monthly. So he has yes. no excuse to not fucking knock it out of the park. Because yeah. he's not having to suffer the bi-weekly stress. Granted, Which means we books. will not get another Batman until yeah. 2022. Until next month. Yeah. Um, although we do have Bat-Cat two weeks? That's like the Catwoman week. So, I don't know what next week is. Is it Nightwing and stuff? Today is the 7th. Or, well, this week is the 7th. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next would be the 14th. Let's actually look here. Um, We get Batgirls next week. We get uh, Batman The Adventures Continues, The Imposter Finale, Urban Legends, uh, I Am Batman, Robin and Batman. I think the Catwoman week is the The 21st. Yeah. Batcat number nine. Um batman one dark night with jock and then catwoman and lonely city yeah so we mentioned that we've talked about this off the podcast but just to let everybody know in the future we will have two normal shows the next two weeks and the final week of the year is going to be our annual 10 top 10 list of batman comics yes which i've already i made the list all the way up until november okay Um, 
So all I need to make is like December, basically. Yeah. What what's gonna be funny is I feel like a few books from December could e- December and November could easily be on the list. Oh, one hundred percent. I yeah. already know which ones probably. Yeah. So uh, we will be doing that once we look through the list. We'll see if we can actually compile a top ten for each of us, or if it's gonna be more of a top five. Because uh, this year was a little rough, but I think there's still some gems out there. So that will be the final issue. What we're probably going to end up doing is recording the final two episodes of the year back-to-back, uh, if we have the time for it. Um, so you guys can expect that. But for the next two weeks, we will still have a normal show, as normal. But the final one will just be our review show. Unless something really pops off, but I doubt that's going to happen. It's the end of the yeah. year. doesn't really. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be it. But Clay, what do you got going on this week, man? This week... Um, I just got finished recording uh, with Star Wars Alliance. We reviewed Revenge of the Sith. We did a little retro on that. Um, nice. Actually, a little bit more uh, fun than I than I remember it being. Uh, so go check that out. The uh, on was that the last movie? No, that was uh, Episode Three back in like two thousand and six. Uh, what was the one that was just had Sith in the title that just came out a couple years ago? Wasn't that a Sith movie? What were the last three movies called? Last three was it was Force, Force Awakens, Awakens, The Last Jedi, and uh, Return of uh, or no no sorry it was Skywalker uh, or something right? Yeah. Uh, oh shit! What was the last movie called? Something Skywalker, wasn't it? Yeah. The last Skywalker. The... No, not the last Skywalker. Fuck! What was the title? Yeah, I thought I thought Sith was in one of the t- damn fuck, dude. I haven't watched those in so long. Yeah, The Last Jedi was the hated one that everybody hated. I fucking love that one. Um, yeah, it was the the Return of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody hated that one too. I didn't. I didn't mind it. Um, although I've only ever seen it once, so I'd like to see it a second time to see what's up. Because yeah. that movie felt like it had another hour or so worth of information. Oh yeah, it it, it felt like there was a lot on the cutting room floor of that yeah. movie. Yeah, but. where's the uh, Abrams cut or the fucking Skywalker <laughs> cut? Huh? Where's that at? So, because so. what's what's the not Poe, um, Finn? Like yeah. his story was what? Like I remember that shit. Like there's rumors of him having a Disney Plus show, so he needs we'll, it because we'll like see. his story made no sense in that final film. Like yeah, he, no. He got less spotlight than that one girl that everybody kind of thought was the daughter to fucking what's his face, the Han Solo's best friend. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean, like I feel like she had a bigger role than what Finn did. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is what it is. But um, I have I have that going on, and then oh, uh, so we're gonna have to work schedules out next week because um, next Thursday. I'm watching Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Um, I have no... I'm trying... So, anxiety has been good to me lately. Um, I played a horror game today that I didn't want to kill myself after. So, I survived. Because, <laughs> uh, dude, playing Poppy Playtime scared the fuck out of me. I literally had to play, try to play that game three times. I fuck. played a game called The Mortuary Assistant that people have been like, being like, oh my god, this game's super fucking scary. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything about it, but I'm going to try to have that video out tomorrow or the next day. I think it's going to be an entertaining watch um, for reasons that are not necessarily what you would expect. But yeah. I was able to survive the game. So 
I think and in my last couple of streams, I've been able to stream a little bit more. So I want to try to work towards a solid more a more solid stream schedule. So okay. that may be Monday, Wednesday, Friday again. Um, so we'll have to plan it out. But I was thinking that everybody wants me to try to do the 13 days of stream this again. So that might be kind of crazy, but I had to work that out. But yeah, so if you're doing that, we could probably record Wednesday. Yeah. Um, so it's what we're recording this podcast on right now anyway. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, for me, ladies and gentlemen, just go check out my YouTubes. That's everything I'm doing right now. If you do follow me on TikTok, though, I've been uploading a video every single day on TikTok and my YouTube gaming channel because I'm doing a test right now to see if it's better to post on TikTok or YouTube for shorts. Uh, short-term content is what I should say, forum content. And uh, yeah, it's been going pretty interesting so far. Uh, one video is kicking all of TikTok's ass, so that's pretty interesting. But uh, that's going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome again. Thank you, Joshua Williamson. All right, peace out, guys. Batman! News Weekly! Batman!